My name is Benjamin Pace, and you're listening to the No Content Podcast. And if you happen to be a duck listening to this, you're in a safe space. Proverbs 3, chapter 5, I'm sorry, that didn't make any sense. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. It goes on to say this, Be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. You know, I actually have a ring that I've been wearing for years um, and that has this verse inscribed on it. And it's because it's one of those verses I've really had to live by. Um, I've had so many times in my life where, man, I've just thought I had it all figured out. Have you ever had that? Have you ever <laughs> just thought you had everything figured out? You thought you knew where you were going to be, where you're going to work. You thought you knew, you know, who you're supposed to do this with or who you're supposed to do that with or who you're supposed to be connected to, who you're supposed to date or marry or all these things. I've had all those things at different seasons in my life. I thought I had everything figured out. I thought I knew everything. And uh, every time I I seem to think I got everything figured out, it seems like the Lord kind of just comes and turns over my chest table, if you know what I mean by that, and is like, not quite. And it's not because God is toying with us or teasing us or anything like that. I I like to say things like this. Um, God doesn't test, I'm sorry, excuse me. God tests us, but he doesn't tease us. God's not just holding out a carrot in front of us to try and uh, tease us and say, oh, oh, you almost got it. Like that, what's that guy on that insurance commercial that's got the fishing pole with the dollar? He's like, you almost got it. No, that's not God. He doesn't do that. No, he, he does test us and he allows us to go through things. Uh, that test us, but he doesn't tease us. And this verse is talking about trusting God with all of our heart. You know, trust is worship. Trust is an act of worship. What you trust in, you worship. And, And worship is not just lifting your hands and singing. That's a part of it. But trust is one of the greatest manifestations of true worship. And, you know, one of the things that God tests in us is whether or not we trust him, whether or not we trust him with all our heart or, or we're going to lean on our own understanding. Are we going to acknowledge him in all our ways? Or are we going to allow him to, to direct our path? And, and what will happen is God will intentionally lead us in situations that require us to trust in him with all of our heart and not to rely on our own reasoning. You know, you never want to trade reasoning for revelation. I guess the better way to say that would be revelation for reasoning. You don't want to trade revelation that God's given you for reasoning. Not that you shouldn't use reason, not that you shouldn't use common sense and and be practical at times, but you know, the other day, you know, I walked into the store and I was about to do an outside job and the Lord said, get some sunscreen. And I didn't listen and I didn't do it. And I got sunburned. Well, that's an example of God will lead you in practical things, but, and that's not what I mean, you know, but don't trade revelation for reasoning, though, because God will test whether or not we're going to trust him with our whole heart or whether or not we're going to lean on our own understanding. And it takes trust to follow God. It takes trust to be led by God. 
And it takes trust to acknowledge him in all of our ways and to not be wise in our own eyes. Um, I've had some times in my life where I've had to do this, where there was just something in me that I couldn't explain. I couldn't explain what was going on on the inside of me. There was something in my gut that just wouldn't go away. And I tried to reason it out. I tried to figure it out and it just wouldn't leave. It was just there. And, you know, the verse that has been a staple, like I said, there's a reason why I have a ring on it, (laughs) on, on my finger with this inscription on it is because I've had to live by this verse of trusting in him with all my heart and not leaning on my own understanding because there's some things I just haven't understood. Why did this happen? Why is this? Why You know, just trusting in him with all my heart, following what my heart is saying, not in the sense of my soul or my emotions, but what the Spirit of God is bearing witness with my heart about, even when it doesn't make sense with my head, if that makes sense. Or doesn't make sense. Ah, see what I did there? Anyway. But down in verse 11 of of Proverbs 3, it says this, My son, despise not the correction or the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delights. And uh, Hebrews 12 talks about this, talks about not despising the correction of the Lord, but receiving it. And and it gives this picture of of a arm or a a joint being out of place and being put back into the place, it gives the picture of a physician correcting something. See, when we're talking about correction, it doesn't necessarily mean being yelled at. It means something is being corrected, something is being rightly placed or rightly put. It's it's an adjustment. What it is, well, and this is actually what it says in Hebrews 12, that no correction for the moment is fun or, or joyful, but it yields the peace of righteousness. It yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. In other words, the end result of this correction is peace. So now I have peace. Why? Because I didn't despise the correction. I didn't kick against the correction. I didn't press against the correction. I yielded to the correction. It's kind of like how that song says, perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior are happy and blessed. There's a peace, there's a rest, there's a relief that comes from submission and yielding to God's correction. But it's not fun. It's not always a good, it doesn't always feel good. But when he's correcting us, it's because he loves us and because he's putting something in its rightful place. And I've experienced this a few times. And, and I'll say this, you know, correction is not a bad thing. God corrects us because he wants things to be right. And if something's out of place, he wants to put it in place so that things can be right. It's actually a very good thing, and it's very good news because God has good things he wants to bring into our life. He has good things he wants to do in our life, but he has to correct some things and get them in line and in order, and we have to yield to that in order to have this, uh, have the good things he wants to bring into our life in order to be able to do what he wants us to do. And it's good news. It's not bad news. Correction is never bad news. I'm on, I've never said that before, but it's worth saying again. Correction is never bad news. The correction of God, when God's correcting you, it's not bad news. It just doesn't always feel good. <laughs> In fact, most times it doesn't feel good. But, you know, sometimes God's trying to adjust us. He's trying to, to correct us. And it's like we're just kicking against what's in our heart what we know in our heart, what we, what we have in our heart. I've experienced this a few times in a few different ways. But, 
you know, one of the times I'm, I'm thinking of in particular is there was a time when I was in a relationship with somebody who this person, I've said this before, was is an amazing person. They love God. There's like literally nothing I could possibly say bad about this person. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with their character. They're, I mean, they're human. Every Nobody's perfect, but they're a wonderful person. And I was in a relationship with them for almost a year. And it, things seemed good on the outside. They seemed right on the outside. And yet there was this thing on the inside of me, especially toward the end of the relationship, that I just couldn't shake. There was like this brick in my chest and I'm like, oh, that's still there. What, why is that there? And it's like, I would, I would reason it out. I would, I would think this, I'd think that, I'd pray, I'd do all this stuff. And I would ignore it and it was like it was just still sitting there. And I believe that's what this is talking about in this verse when it comes to trusting in God with all of our heart and leaning not on our own understanding. There are times we've got to do this. There are times that we've got to not ignore that thing that's on the inside of us. And there's just that thing. There's just that thing you can't seem to shake and you don't know why. And I I had that in this moment. And I was at this conference that I was doing with my buddy um, down in Atlanta. And I was just you know, we were doing worship. I was part of the worship team and we had these amazing services and amazing outpourings of the Holy Spirit. And it was just a powerful time and we were all getting ministered to. But this whole time, I just had this thing in my chest the whole week and I just couldn't shake it. I was like, what is going on? Why is this thing in me? And I just couldn't shake it. And I'd be up doing worship and everybody else would be getting into it and I'd be trying to get into it. But I'd just be thinking about this thing and I'd be going back and forth in my mind and reasoning this and, and wondering this. And it's like, what about this? What about that? What, what, it, what? And I just couldn't shake this thing. And I wasn't at peace. I wasn't at peace on the inside. And I didn't know why I was like, I'm just not at peace. And, you know, uh, I, I started to entertain the idea that maybe I wasn't supposed to be in this. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be in this relationship. Maybe this wasn't right for me. Maybe it wasn't right for them. And I began to entertain this. And you know what happened on the inside? The more I began to think about that, peace. Peace, rest, relief, something on the inside. Not because I wanted to break up with this person or I didn't want to be in a relationship with them. It was just peace. It was just rest. It was just freedom. And, but then I continue to reason it out and I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. I don't want to break their heart. I, I, that's, I've invested too much in this relationship. I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do that. I just can't do that. I was like, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. All these reasons, their family, this and that, you know, their family, you know, will get mad at me or all this stuff. I was like, I just can't, I can't do it. Well, about two months passes and I kind of overrode that. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to marry this person. I'm going to, you know, and, and like, again, I thought I had everything figured out. But then one day here, that thing comes again. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, I thought we've already been over this. And it was still there. And I, I even found verses of scripture that helped me to kind of put it out and put it away from me. <laughs> And, you know, there's a difference between you reading the Bible and the Bible reading you. 
And you need to pay attention when the Bible's reading you. You don't want to just use the Bible for your thing. You want to let the Bible talk to you and convict you about what it's saying to you. But we had a, co- a couple of conversations, and I won't get into all this stuff. I'm not trying to divulge all mine and her personal information, but there's a reason why I'm telling this story, though. Um, we had a few honest conversations, and some things came out in those conversations that I wasn't aware of, and I'm sure they weren't aware of. And I just couldn't shake this thing. And, and we had this worship night at my church that I was a part of, again, in the presence of God, in a moment of worship. We're singing this song, and the whole time I'm just like, Lord, what's going on? You're trying to correct something in me. I can feel it. I can feel something's not right, something's off. I was like, Lord, what is it? What are you trying to correct in me? And after the worship night was over, we all went home, and I went and laid in bed that night, and I said, Lord, something's wrong. Something's wrong on the inside of me. I'm not at peace. I'm not at rest, and I haven't been for a long time. I said, Lord... I need you to do me a favor. And I prayed this prayer. I said, if, if the relationship that I'm in is not right, I need you to make it abundantly clear to me. Not, not maybe, not kind of, not this. Like, God, I need you to go out of your way to let me know that this is not a right relationship. I said, because I don't feel like I have the strength to just end this relationship based on what I know right now. I've invested too much in it. I've, it's been going on too long. I need you to make it clear to me. And you know what happened as soon as I prayed that prayer? Complete and total peace on the inside. Like absolute, immediately, I had absolute peace. And I went to sleep, and I fell asleep. Well, the next day, I you know, I woke up, and the whole day, again, there was something on the inside of me, but this time it was, a, it was an awareness of something. And I went through my whole day driving around, and I knew that that girl was going to call and break up with me. I knew it. I didn't even necessarily want her to break up with me. My emotions didn't want that. I prayed that prayer out of submission, not out of emotional desire. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? And sure enough, before the day was out, I get a call, and she says, Hey, listen, i got to be honest with you. I'm not at peace, and I haven't had peace for a while. And... It was very, you know, we were very kind to each other. It wasn't a bad breakup. You know, there's no bad blood or anything like that. But the relationship ended right there and right then. Now, a couple of things happened. First of all, it hurt. (laughs) And it hurt bad. I dated this girl for almost a year. I was planning on marrying this girl. And it hurt. I cried. I was heartbroken. I mean, it was tough. And I was very emotional. And it was like that for a couple of weeks. But at the same time, the moment that this happened, I knew on the inside that it was right. And I had peace. I had relief. And it was like something just shifted. Something changed on the inside of me, and I had peace again. What it was was the correction of the Lord. He was correcting something that I wasn't seeing, but I had this thing in my heart, but I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to handle it. And God's saying, hey, listen, let me help you. Let me correct something here. But I had to give him that place. I had to pray that prayer and say, Lord, I want your will, not my will. And so he he corrected it. And it wasn't easy. It was emotional. That's why the Bible says correction in the moment is not fun. It's grievous. But I had peace. 
And you know, whenever you're fighting something, whenever you're you're having to talk yourself out of something or talk yourself into something, you're constantly uh, fighting it. You're constantly pushing it. I know I'm not talking about fighting sin. I'm not talking about resisting something you know is wrong. Obviously, we're supposed to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. I'm talking about when something's in your heart and, and you're reasoning it out and you're talking yourself out of it or into it or, or you're trying to figure it out, but there's just that thing in your chest. There's just that thing in your heart and you know it's there and you're ignoring it for whatever reason, maybe it's something good that God wants to do in your life and you're, you're talking yourself out of it because you don't think you're worthy or you don't think, you know, that you think that's too good to be true or God could never do that in my life. Um, you know, like Sarah in the Old Testament, the Bible says she laughed when they said that she was going to bear a son. It wasn't because she didn't want to bear a son, but in her mind, she's like, there's no way. She talked herself out of it. And this can be for good, or it can be something you don't want to let go of in the flesh or in the soul, but in your heart, you know it's not right. It's not It's not God's best. Or I'm not just talking about one thing. I know I'm giving you an example of a relationship, but that's not what I'm referring to specifically. It's, it could be anything. But there's something on the inside. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I just can't shake this. I can't change this. It's just in me, and I don't know what to do with it. And you're fighting. You're kicking against the goads like Paul. You're You're, you're pressing. You're pushing. And perfect submission brings rest. Perfect submission brings peace. And if you're not at peace, something's not right. If you're not at peace, if you're not at rest, I'm not talking about dealing with stuff in your soul or or whatever. I'm saying in your heart of hearts. Somewhere you're leaning on your own understanding rather than trusting in the Lord. Because in order to receive the correction of the Lord, you've got to trust in Him with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. And you've got to, to yield and submit and say, okay, enough is enough. God, this is here. It's in me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but Lord, I've got to submit to you, Father. And you don't, it's not all on you, but just say, Lord, show me what this is. Why am I not at peace? What, what is going on here? What am I dealing with here? Why is this happening? Why, why do I feel this way? I'm not just talking about your natural emotions and your feelings. I'm talking about peace on the inside. If you're not at peace, there's a reason. And we have to strive for peace. I know that's a weird statement, but the Bible tells us to labor to enter into the rest. I'm quoting scripture. And we have to fight to stay at rest. And whatever is not right, whatever is not quite what it should be in our heart, there may need to be an adjustment made. There may need to be a shift in some things and say, okay, Lord, I don't know what this is. I don't know why I'm feeling this way on the inside. But Lord, I need you to adjust some things in me. I need you to shift some things in me. I need you to show me what this means. Now, let me just say a couple of things that I'm not talking about, just to be clear. Because sometimes people can take what you preach and use it for the wrong things. I'm not talking to married couples who are saying, well, I'm just not at peace with being married to them anymore. Listen, baby, the enemy can play on all kinds of your soul and emotions and mind and things to try and get you to feel that way. A couple of things you need to understand is that a marriage covenant is a very weighty thing. And I understand that there are people who've gotten divorced and remarried. I'm, you know, I'm going to do a whole podcast on that. Some people are very harsh and they say, oh, if you ever remarry, you're committing adultery. And, And they misunderstand some of the scriptures in that. 
And, you know, but at the same time, some people are way too light about some of those things. And they just treat marriage like it's just, well, I can just get out of it if I, if I don't like it anymore. And it's just too light. And I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I mean, if you're in a genuinely abusive situation or something, if somebody's hurting you, somebody's threatening you, uh, obviously that's a whole nother thing. Um, and, and you need to get away from that situation and ask the Lord what to do. Um, but what I'm, what I'm talking about is following peace on the inside about, about what you're being led about and your life decisions. And I'm not talking about following your heart in the sense of following your emotions. Your emotions will lie to you all the day long. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about peace in your spirit. And you know something's going on in your spirit and you don't know what it is. And I'm talking about not ignoring that, not pretending that that's not there, not trying to reason it out. This is a big part of being led by the Spirit is being tender and sensitive to the Lord. If you sense that you're fighting something, you're fighting God and you're fighting the Word, you're fighting these things. Here's another example. For a long time, I struggled with the, the area of tithing. And there was a lot of things I saw in the area of tithing that seemed like it was just religious ritual to me. And I didn't understand it. And there were some very genuine questions I had and things I wasn't comfortable with. And there's some things that the Lord showed me. But at the same time, for a long time, I, I used that, those questions as an excuse to stop doing it. And I experienced some, some things happening as a result of that. Now, I'm going to do a whole podcast on tithing to get into that and, and the, the truth about tithing. But it, it is ultimately about the heart. But my heart wasn't totally right. And my heart wasn't completely right in, in what I was doing because part of me was just using my questions as an excuse not to do it just for the sake of relying on money rather than relying on God. Now, like I said, that's a whole other teaching and a whole other thing, but my heart wasn't right and something wasn't right in my heart. And no matter how much I reasoned it out, I couldn't shake this thing in my heart that said, no, it's right. You should be doing that. That's right to do. And I was kicking against the goads about it. And, it, and finally, when the Lord got a hold of me and showed me some things in Scripture and thank God revealed some things to my heart about it. And I made that adjustment and said, no, Lord, I've been wrong. I've, I need to be doing this. And I submitted to God and I submitted to what I'd been hearing and, and in the Word and through my teachers that God has joined me to. And I said, Lord, I've, I've been wrong. I've been kicking against the goats. Lord, I'm recommitting that I'm going to be a faithful tither and I'm going to do it with all my heart. I'm telling you, as soon as I'd made that decision, you know what came? absolute peace, absolute rest on the inside. In fact, I had a confidence that wasn't there before in concerning my finances because I knew I'm, I'm doing right. I'm doing the right thing. And you got to be careful about justifying things when it's bothering you. I did a podcast a while back called Conviction and Confusion and how not to override conviction and get off into confusion by, by reasoning this out and, and this, this thing over here. And so what I just wanted to minister in these few minutes in this podcast is if the Lord's trying to correct something, if the Lord's trying to do something, just yield to it. And if you're fighting something, if you're fighting this, if you're fighting that, and you're like, I just feel like I'm fighting, 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 fighting. Well, like I said, we are to fight the good fight of faith. But the good fight of faith is to enter into rest because those who believe enter into rest. And you're fighting to believe. But I'm talking about you're, you're fighting something in your heart. You're fighting a conviction. You're fighting something. And you may not understand it. You may not have it all figured out in the natural. But that's why he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. 
and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. And God wants to direct your path, but in order for him to do that, you've got to trust in him with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. That means you've got to follow your heart. Now, I understand that has a negative connotation because the world takes that and uses it to mean all kinds of other stuff that's not right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about trusting God with all your heart and not leaning on your own understanding and acknowledging him in all your ways and allowing him to direct your path. So I just want to encourage you, if there's something that you feel like you've been fighting and you're not at peace and you're just, it's the same thing over and over again, it just kind of won't go away. And you're like, God, what's going on here? First of all, go to God and acknowledge it to him. Don't pretend, don't reason it away. Acknowledge to him that you don't have peace. Now, you, this may not apply to you, and if it doesn't, that's fine. You don't have to try and make it apply to you if it doesn't apply to you. If it's not hitting your heart right now, then don't overthink it. Don't worry about it. Maybe pass it on to somebody else. But if something's hitting your heart and something's coming up to you and you're like, I'm just, this, I've not been at peace about this thing and I'm, I don't know about this and I feel like it's bothering my heart, hey, acknowledge it to God. Say, God, something's not right in my heart. Something's not at peace. Why? Where's my joy? Where's my peace? Why am I not sleeping at night? Why am I not at rest about this? And then just let him correct you. (laughs) Now, this is not, like I said, not bad news. He could be trying to tell you something good. He could be trying to get you to see something good, but you're too caught up in this thing over here or, or condemnation from the past or something else to see what God wants to do that's good in your life. But whatever the case is, let him make that adjustment and just say, God, I'm done. I'm done fighting. I'm done trying to push past this. Lord, I'm going to trust in you with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. Father, if I'm missing it, correct me. If I'm, if I'm not seeing something right, hey, correct me. But I, I don't know what I don't know. And I'm not going to trade what I do know for what I don't know. And Lord, I'm just opening my heart to you. I'm just yielding to you. I'm not fighting anymore. And, you know, I had a moment I mentioned earlier at that conference when I was kind of you know, leading worship and, and struggling in my mind with this. And we had a moment in the service where the pastor is a big, big, tall African-American man with huge hands. His name is Will Givens. He's a wonderful man. I love him very much. Wonderful minister. But he's got some big hands, man. <laughs> and, and he's going around laying hands on people. And they're falling out in the spirit. Now, if that freaks you out, I'm sorry, uh, it, but it's right. Um, they're falling out in the spirit. Now, sometimes it's, it's not right. So some people do things and it's not God, but uh, the spirit of God does move in this way. And they're falling out and I'm playing guitar and I'm like, surely he's not going to come lay hands on me. I'm playing guitar. Well, his name wasn't Shirley, and I found that out because he sure enough did come and lay hands on me. And when he laid hands on me, baby, I hit the ground with my guitar. Now, it's amazing to me, my guitar did not get damaged or break. In fact, I laid on the ground for somewhere between 5 and 10 minutes with my guitar extended up in the air, and I didn't move. My guitar arm of it was extended up in the air. I have a picture of it, and I didn't move. You know why? Because the Spirit of God, the hand of God was resting on me, and He was dealing with me. And I heard the Lord say this to my heart. He said, Ben, get out of your head. That's what he had to do to me. He slapped me. And I can't even say the phrase that came to my mind, <laughs> but he slapped me down, okay, in a good way, in a loving way. And he said, get out of your head and listen to your heart, Ben. Let me minister peace to your heart. 
Trust in me with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. And when you do that, when you just rest, you let go of it, and you say, God, just show me what's true. Be still and know. Be still and know. And truth will come. But if you're always fighting it, if you're always fighting this, and every time that comes up on your heart, you fight it. And you say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to that. Now, I'm not talking about sin. If, if sin's trying to get at you, if, if temptation's trying to get at you, no, you stand against that with the word and you don't yield. Uh, and you know what's sin and what's not. There's no such thing as accidental sin. You know what's wrong. You know what's sin. You know what's not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when something's in your heart and you know something's going on on the inside of you, don't ignore it. Just, just hey, release it and say, God, show me what's right. Show me what's true. Correct in me what needs to be corrected. I'm not fighting you. I'm not kicking against the goats. I'm submitting to you. And Father, I'm resting in you. I trust you with all my heart. And I believe that you will direct my path because I trust you. This has been the No Content Podcast. I hope this ministered to you today. I really just wanted to get this out and minister this today. And it was kind of one of those last minute words that I wasn't expecting to give out. And I don't even know exactly when I'm going to be releasing it. But I hope this ministered to you. And uh, I'm just praying for you. In fact, let me pray for you before you leave. Father, I just thank you for everybody listening. And Father, if there's anything in this that you're speaking to people, if if there's a lack of peace, if there's a lack of rest, if there's double-mindedness, and there's there's a sense of fear or anxiety or or, or depression or, or sorrow or anything that has come as a result of not being at peace. Father, I thank you that your word says you will keep him in perfect peace because our mind is stayed on you, Father. And I thank you for keeping us in perfect peace as our mind is stayed on you. I ask you would minister to every listener the peace of God the rest of God, that you'd quiet their mind, Father, and just right now speak truth and peace to their heart because you said in your word that you will speak peace to your people, Father. I thank you for it. I thank you for every ear listening to this, and I ask that you give us tender hearts to receive whatever it is you want to say to your kids. And Father, we we say not our will, but your will be done in Jesus' name. This has been the No Content Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. I'll talk to you the next time you click play. Thanks again for listening to the No Content Podcast. Remember that Jesus loves you. He loves everyone else. And please don't forget to feed the ducks.